Welcome to 2022 Talks, where we are following our democracy in historic times. As Dr. King said, the only normalcy he would accept is the normalcy that recognizes the dignity and worth of all God's children. While honoring the legacy of Martin Luther King Jr., Vice President Kamala Harris said Americans must fight for the freedom to vote. She marked the holiday with virtual remarks to King's former congregation in Atlanta. In the nation's capital, a D.C. Peace Walk ramped up pressure on Democrats to act on the Freedom to Vote John R. Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act, which doesn't have enough votes to pass the Senate. Martin Luther King III said his father would be frustrated, but not deterred. He called out Senators Kirsten Sinema and Joe Manchin, who oppose a rule change to circumvent a Republican filibuster. In 1922, 23, and 24, some senators filibusted an anti-lynching bill that had passed in the House. Would Senator Manchin and Senator Sinema have supported blocking those bills, too? In his calls for voting rights reform, President Joe Biden has compared new election laws in several red states to post-Civil War efforts to disenfranchise black voters. Tim Scott of South Carolina, the only black Republican in the Senate, calls it a false comparison. We have made tremendous progress. This is not the Jim Crow South. This is not a Jim Crow era where you had to know the number of jelly beans in a jar in order to be able to vote. Today, the Senate starts debate on the federal bill. The FBI continues its investigation into a weekend standoff at a Texas synagogue that ended with the assailant's death. This was an act of terror. This was an act of terror. President Joe Biden said attacks on places of worship will not be tolerated and U.S. authorities will deal with rising anti-Semitism. The heads of some of the nation's biggest airlines are asking the Biden administration to intervene in tomorrow's rollout of 5G technology near major airports. The airlines say potential interference could create operational disruptions for passengers and the supply chain. Connecticut Democrat Chris Murphy was among the bipartisan group of senators who met with the president of Ukraine Monday to reaffirm U.S. support amid a military standoff with Russia. We are together when it comes to this simple issue. Ukraine should decide for themselves their future, east, west, a little bit of orientation towards both, that nobody should dictate that to them, certainly not through force, as Russia is threatening to do. More than 100,000 Russian troops are positioned along Ukraine's eastern border which the U.S. and European allies believe is in preparation for an invasion as early as this month. Finally, conservative pundit Ann Coulter is predicting former President Donald Trump's grasp on the Republican Party is slipping, telling the New York Times Trump is over. Meanwhile, Democratic strategist James Carville chided Democrats for being a, quote, whiny party, unquote, and urging them to promote their victories ahead of the midterms. I'm Mary Sherman for Pacifica Network and Public News Service. Find our eight trust indicators to support transparency and accuracy at publicnewservice.org. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.